0: Cool. Hey, I'm excited to be here. You guys are awesome. Um Dude, I was like Yeah, you guys are awesome. I'm I'm really it's awesome. I'm grateful I'm grateful y'all are here tonight. Thank you for coming. Um yeah, it, it's my pleasure to get to to speak um and to share uh what I think the Lord's speaking to, to you guys. And so uh it's a big deal y'all are here. And so thanks for thanks for making time. Um yeah, thank you uh so i'm gonna pray uh real fast like like not quickly uh jesus thank you uh lord so much for yeah just your presence here already thank you for this community thank you that we get to uh worship you and have fun and um yeah just get to know you better lord thank you that there's other people that love you um and want to get to know you better father i pray that you would just uh yeah speak through me tonight um open ears open hearts um tonight uh to be humble and to hear your voice, God. We love you and you're in to prayer. Amen. Uh sweet. So uh, I know this is like an obvious question. Y'all get on Spotify? Okay. Or like what's the other one? Apple Music. I don't care. No one cares. No one cares. Uh it's literally the same thing. So I was getting on Spotify the other day. I also get on there. And but sometimes I get on there and I like think that it's gonna like suggest music, like on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh I'll watch that. It doesn't really do that. Have you ever noticed it? So I was getting on there and uh and, and it actually it did this time. It actually said like you should listen to this song. Or, it, but it had like this whole category. You know what I'm saying? Like all these different types of songs. Y'all know what kind of songs it was? No, none of that. Any guesses? It was it was lame. It was super lame. Nursery rhymes, no. No, that'd be tight. No, no, I said lame. It was, it was, it was playlists, uh, albums. It was like it wasn't just one song. You know what I'm saying? It was like it was like this is a genre. It's called sad songs. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Sad song. I'm not trying to listen to sad songs. I'm not. Well, I just look outside and see all the people, lost people, be sad already. Like what? I don't need music to make me sad. So I think it's the dumbest thing. <laughs> um, I was like so shocked. I was like, What is this dumb? Like, who who's trying to be more sad? People are always like, Oh, I'm so sad all the time, anyways. You don't need more songs. So, uh, Katie, um, has really great taste of music, and um, she's been playing this song in our house. I've referenced it a ton of times. Um, but it's not a sad song. And actually, it's like the opposite of a sad song. And And these are some of the lyrics. It says, I think we're getting it wrong. It says, it's too bad. When did it g- get cool to be so sad? We're spinning backwards. Did we all go mad? Do you all know this song? Did, what's it called? Close. It's called Roses. But same same band, yeah. Hey, you should go listen to it. It's a great song. Um, but it's funny because in it, he's um, he's basically saying, he's like, He's like, hey, this is stupid. Like, I, I used to be someone who wanted to be sad all the time. Like, he literally says that. He said, sad boy. Have y'all heard that? Um, he's basically, like, bragging about being a victim. He's talking about how he actually finds happiness and joy in having an excuse for, for not getting to live out his dreams. Like, it's, it's, it's the coolest song. And he's like, hey, I'm not going to be this way anymore. Does that make sense? If y'all haven't heard it, it doesn't matter. Uh, but I, I don't even think these guys are, are saved. I don't even think they really love God. But I actually think this song is, is actually really prophetic. Because um, they are seeing what God is seeing, and they're calling it out. Like, in himself, in culture, in society, he's seeing, he's seeing all these things. So there's another singer um, who, who does love God who, who wrote a song about this, too, a while back. Uh, his name was King David. Uh, he named this song Psalm 1. Uh, I don't know the tune. But uh, we're going to read it tonight. Uh, So turn to Psalm chapter 1. And here's what he says, okay? He says, uh, He says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bring forth its fruit in its season whose leaf also shall not wither and whatever he does shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but they are like chaff which the wind drives away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. That's awesome. Man, this is like this is like my favorite Bible verse right now, like this whole thing, okay? I've been thinking about it a ton. I'm doing something wrong. I'm sorry. Sean will fix it. That's all he does in my life. Uh, So so tonight what we're going to do is we're going to look at a prescription for happiness, okay? A prescription for happiness. Just looking through this psalm and see what this looks like, okay? is that sound okay? Y'all good? Okay, a couple of y'all. Everyone else is hating this. Okay. All right, so cool. So uh, so we'll look at some don'ts, and then we'll look at some do's, right? Okay, and we're just going to read through this. So it says, don't walk in the counsel of the ungodly. What does that mean? Walk in the counsel of the ungodly. Are any of y'all doing that? Like, would you even know if you were? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, most of the time, people aren't going out of their way to, like, seek ungodly counsel. You know what I'm saying? Like, Oh, man okay, what would be good for dinner? Google ungodly. You know what I'm saying? Or like, what would be, what grad school should I look into? Like ungodly. Like, like you're not actively seeking out ungodly counsel most of the time. The problem is ungodly counsel doesn't really care. It's always the loudest voice. It's always this loud voice that's just excited to share exactly what they think. Um, that no one's asking for okay so think about Eve right the story of Adam and Eve Eve sees this fruit she's tempted and she's not like hey I want to eat this fruit I wonder what that snake thinks you know what I'm saying she's she he just is there and he's like hey I'll tell you what I think like without without any prompting you know what I'm saying um there's always someone there to criticize Christians the church and holiness okay there's always someone or something there to criticize these things um more from when you went to high school, now that you're in college. You know what I'm saying? And maybe you have a job, so it's there at it work. And the most voices that you um, don't ask for are typically going to be ungodly voices. Does that make sense? Okay, so that's the counsel of the ungodly. This attitude, man, is like not good. Okay, like it's it's not. Um, it's really persistent, and it's 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 really kind of pervasive. Okay, so I've actually even seen people who say they love Jesus, like clown on um like other christians that's kind of lame you know what i'm saying like like for for certain reasons i've heard people that that actually like earnestly follow god say man that guy gets on my last nerve he thinks he's so holy have you ever heard that like to me if someone says that i'm like dude that's awesome like i hope someone calls me that you know what i'm saying they're like he thinks he's so righteous like what are you supposed to be like that's what Jesus is that's like, man, he looks like Jesus like that's a bad thing like why are you saying it like I think you should say it like happy um so it's really persistent, it's really pervasive um I've even heard people um we know a lot of the guys that like preach out on the in the free speech area, the street preachers, those guys are awesome, and they like earnestly want to know people to know God they earnestly want people to come to God, and I've even heard people be like i those guys are doing more harm than good. People get saved every single day because of street preachers. Did y'all know Jesus and John the Baptist were street preachers? Like, <laughs> they're a big deal. And so Jesus tells a story, or there's a story about Jesus in Mark 9 where his disciples see this guy and he's, like, healing people and doing these miracles and people are getting saved. <laughs> and they're like, hey, tell this guy to stop. And Jesus is like, hey, 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 like, if he's not against me, he's for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's a big deal. And so this is this kind of like counsel of the ungodly. It kind of sneaks into our lives. So it's it's pervasive. It's um it's persistent. And it's sneaky. Um, it's not something that, that someone's going to come by and be like, hey, you listen to the counsel of the ungodly. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't look bad. It doesn't look like something's going on. It's not like this outward sin. You know what I'm saying? Like if, if you go slap someone, you're probably going to be told not to do that. If you go listen to the counsel of the ungodly, chances are no one's going to tell you anything. All the while what i'm listening to most music voices people in my life is is actually sapping my spiritual strength and my happiness does that make sense so this is like this is kind of destroying us from the inside out it's a slow and steady process but it is certain if we do this this is what's going to happen it isn't obvious at first like this big you know kind of catastrophe like boom i listen to the counsel of the ungodly okay it's 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 not it's it's the daily opening my ears and my mind to the voice of the world and the ungodly and closing it slowly but surely to the voice of heaven. Okay, do y'all see what I'm saying? Like this is, this is a big deal. Then one day temptation comes along and you never thought you would have done that thing. You know what I'm saying? And you, fought, you, you give in to this temptation and everyone else is around you is just as surprised as you are. Okay, so it's this thing that kind of changes, changes us from the inside out. And the reason I'm talking about this kind of at length is because um, is if you don't become aware of it, if you don't kind of start listening for it now, when you graduate, it's just it's the only thing that's going to be there. And when you graduate and you're used to this voice, over the voice of God, uh, you, you won't last long, okay? Like you're not going to be walking with God for very long, okay? So, no good. First, don't, don't listen to the counsel of the ungodly. The second one, don't stand in the path of sinners, If you want to be blessed, and and the cool thing about that in verse 1 is blessed is the man, that means happy. Happy is the man. That's how you you be happy. Uh, So don't stand in the path of sinners. Just get out of their way, okay? they are going to do the thing, just let them. There is a road that some of of you guys are on. All of us have at least been on at some point. Some of us are still on this road that will lead to destruction. And you can get off of it right now. You know what I'm saying like you can you can be done, okay? Um I'm not going to stand up here and say, "Oh, hey man, you'll never be happy if you sin." You know what I'm saying? Like like that's just not true, okay? Um You can look at, at how how attractive like the the way of sinners, like they said the path of sinners is um and that's real, okay? There's pleasure, there's there's happiness, there's excitement, that you know, there's risk, like all these different things. But the end of it is always the same. The end of it is always death, okay? Hell, you're done. Like, you're done, okay? Um, there's this guy who I just think is, like, amazing. Y'all know, who's, y'all know Sadhu Sundar Singh? Okay, one of you guys. That's great. A couple, okay. Hey, his name's Sadhu that's his like title, Sundar Singh is his name. Go get a book about him. There's like two books that you can get about him. It's rowdy. Like it is so crazy what he does. And he was he was this guy, he was a a sadhu, he was like a holy man in India, okay? So he's an Indian um and and the crazy thing if you become a sadhu, it's like it's like you're in, you know what I'm saying? And so he was a he was a Hindu or something. And you could be a Hindu, you could be a Muslim, you could be a Jew, you could be a Christian. Um, but, he, but he was a Hindu and then he gets saved and he, like, like seriously crazy story. Okay. Like look it up, ra- like so crazy. And, and, and he, um, so he gets saved. So he's a Christian sad who, okay. So it's not like he's a pastor. He's still this kind of like holy man that all these people come to, but he loves Jesus. Okay. And, and he tells this crazy story of um of being in the path of sinners okay and and this story man I I don't know when I read it I probably think about it like once a week like it is it is the craziest like most applicable story I've ever heard and so he tells the story of this guy and he's a young guy and and y'all know what the Ganges is you know okay it's like a river it's like the Nile in India okay it's like it's like this big old river in India and it's a big deal and uh and so there's this there's this guy, and he's going to get in the Ganges, and and he's he's swimming around, and and he's chilling, having a good time, cooling off, and and he looks down 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 river, and he sees you know like a hottie. Okay, getting in the water, and she's fixing to bathe. Okay, so so he's kind of looking around, and uh, and she's getting in, you know, bathing ways, and, and he's, like, watching and trying to kind of, you know, keep his eye over here, but he's still kind of looking back and back, and so he's kind of messing around, like, float up, I'm gonna pick my feet up, like, come down a little bit ways, and then he's swimming, maybe looking over, and then he's kind of, like, making his way towards her, you know what I'm saying, and, uh, and so, (laughs) so he's, like, he's, like, floating down in this, in the, in the river, and then he's, like, maybe, Maybe, like, from here to here. Like, maybe from me to Jace. And he sees her. And her, she's a leper. Okay? She her skin, her flesh is coming off. She's got holes in her body. Like, face is falling off. Like, all this crazy stuff. And he's just, like, terrified. Like, oh, like what was I going to do? You know what I'm saying? Like, like I'd get that too. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is this is horrible. And so it scared him but to me that's like such a such a perfect picture of like let he just let the river kind of take him where he wanted to go you know what i'm saying and then what was he trying to get into was just death and destruction you know what i'm saying like like game over and so the things the only things that can really hurt you in the long term are foolishness pride selfishness you know what i'm saying like like that's it and so if you or 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 walk or sorry, yeah, if you're walking in the in the council of the ungodly, and then you kind of hear something that kind of piques your interest or you get distracted, and you get in the and you stop and you're standing in the path of sinners, like you're a dead man walking, you know what I'm saying like n- not in a good way, no other option um we say this like sin is sin is like a horrible credit card, you're gonna get everything you want, it's gonna be fun you're gonna have you're gonna be happy for now, you know what i'm saying but but you're gonna have to pay later, and you're not going to be able to pay later. Does that make sense? You're going to pay with your eternity. You get everything you want right now, but just wait. It's not worth it. Like, the the price you're going to have to pay at the end is not worth it. So don't, so just, you're not good for it. Like, like no one's going to come help you out of this one. And so if you turn to Jesus and you say, hey, he's going to redeem you. He's going to pay for it. Does that make sense? Like, Jesus is the only one who can really help you out with this one. So get out while you can. Let Jesus pay your bill and like walk freely. Does that make sense? So walk in the council of the ungodly, stand in the path of sinners, and then the last one: don't sit in the seat of the scornful. Um. So so like picture it. You're walking in the council of the ungodly. You hear something. Oh, you step. You st- You stand in the seat of or in the path of the sinners, and then you sit down in it. Well, you know, like that's not good. Like you're 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 con- you're committed now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so we say this: we say sin always leads to more sin. Sin always leads to worse sin. Okay, it's 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 corrosive. It's it's cruel. Like it's gonna hurt you. It's gonna hurt God. It's gonna hurt others. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's never a good idea. Have you guys ever known anybody who's like apathetic? Have you ever known anybody's apathetic? Uh indifferent. And, and who's like go really like kinda go with the flow, like like whatever, but they're really happy. Like that's that's like really rare. You know what I'm saying? Um usually these guys have the most to complain about. You know what I'm saying? They have the most fingers to point at others while they're decaying inside. You know what I'm saying? Like we call this um we call this like a, a critical spirit, okay? So if you have a critical, so you can either have one or the other, you can have a critical spirit and have the spirit of, of being critical, or you can have a critical mind, which is good. So critical spirit, any fool can walk in and say, "Ah, I didn't like this. You know, it kind of smelled like this. And I just, I didn't really like the way they did this thing. You know what I'm saying? Any anybody can do that, but it takes a mind that is washed in the word of God and renewed by the Holy Spirit to be able to see the good in things. The, to see like what's what's godly in different situations and different things okay so so we want to have a critical mind we do not want to be have a critical spirit Sarcastic cynical people they're never happy scornful people aren't happy either and they and, and neither are they godly okay so so like none of, none of those things are godly characteristics does that make sense? okay y'all good sweet okay, so the don'ts are over, so now we can like turn that frown upside down. Uh, So happy is the man who doesn't do these things. You don't have to do these things, okay? Um, It says this, but, uh, chapter 1, verse 2, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. His delight, his happiness is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, he meditates day and night. So the dues delight in God's law, meditate on it day and night. Really easy, just simple practical way to do that is listen to God's voice and obey it right just listen to God's voice and obey it when you do this you you start a discipline of faith that leads to um obedience and that will last for eternity okay so if you have if you want like all the sadness you can do all that other stuff if you want the happiness you can do these things okay um do you believe that you can be a happy person like do you believe that you can have real joy do you believe, also, hey, happiness and joy are the same thing. Whenever anybody says they're not, just be like, that's silly. Like, just stop. Um, do you believe that you can be a happy person, or do you think it's more of like a personality trait? That's a good question, right? Like, like I would be willing to say, okay, I think I think for me personally, if there's like a happy and like a sad scale, I bet you I could probably guess. I'm on the happier side. Like, I'm going to be, like, f- 51% plus happy, okay? Um, and I was talking to Eli about this. I don't know where I was looking at him, and then he had to pee or something. That's okay. Uh, he's a human. Um, <laughs> but I was talking about this the other day, and, and I don't know if y'all know Eli. Eli is awesome. Um, he's actually, like, a really great friend. and And this is something that I was thinking about. He's a really great son. Like, there's not a lot of people who are, who are like, incredible sons, but that's actually something that, that he does well. Um, also, he's, like, gifted. He has a lot of talents, and he uses them. Um, anyways, he's awesome. And we were talking about it, and I was like, why do you think, because you seem happy. Like, you seem like a happy guy. <laughs> like, why do you think you're so happy? And he was like, oh, man, that's pretty easy. He's like, every day I have to wake up and basically say, God, would you give me strength for today and give me joy for today? And I was like, that's amazing. And so, like, it's in his personality. It's in my personality. Sean, I love this story. Uh, he, his email is, like, smiley, and, and it's because they were clowning on you, right? Like, they were like, oh, you smile all the time. Like, <laughs> that's so stupid. <laughs> oh, man, it's, like, it's so dumb. Why would you be mad if someone's smiling? I just don't understand it. It's so funny. Um, and so, like, if you're kind of on this happier side, then it's part of your personality, okay? Hey, that's true. Does that make sense? Like, I'm, I'm okay with that. Okay, but my personality is that way because of choices that I've made. Okay? Does that make sense? Like, like I've chose to um, delight in God's law. I've chose to obey. I've chose to trust him over days, over months, over years. You know what I'm saying? And my personality has adapted to become joyful. Does that make sense? Like, it honestly, if you knew me in high school – Um, I could put on like a good smile. Like I I had like a, what's that called? Like a, like a personality that anyways, I don't know. Like, like I could seem happy, but if, but if you knew like, man, I was like flip of the switch, like mad, sad, bad, uh, (laughs) you know, bitter, but the Lord, but the Lord has redeemed that because of, because of those things. That makes sense. So if you have, if you're kind of bent one way, if your baseline is like sad, that can change. Does that make sense? And and it should honestly. Like when you follow Jesus, you shouldn't be like, oh, I'm. He's a happy follower of Jesus. I'm a sad one. And we need both. Like, no, we don't. Like, like okay. Like like let's let's all be happy. Okay. Um, if you aren't able to be happy in God's laws, it's because you're not obeying it. Okay. If you don't delight in His laws, it's because it's not real to you. It's it's not there. Jesus says, if you love me, if you love me you will obey my commandments, okay? It's pretty simple. And so if you aren't happy and delighting in God's laws, it's literally just because you're breaking it. Um, we say this. We say feelings follow action. Um, you don't get tired before you run, <laughs> right? Has anybody done that? Like you're sweating, your cardio's up before you ran. It doesn't happen, okay? Feelings follow action. And you can fix this tonight. Like like you can you can change these things. It's called repentance. Repentance is repenting from sin and towards God it's changing your mind and changing your future you can do that right now if you bow to Jesus happiness and obedience are are like always holding hands does that make sense like like they're always together um eventually like feelings follow action you could you could unhappily follow God at first does that make sense i think i think that's probably true um we say God's laws are a description of reality, okay? God's laws are a description of reality from an infinite perspective. So when you don't obey him, you're fighting against, like, the fibers of reality. Of course you're going to be sad. Like, be like if you're trying to, your arm is supposed to be connected, right? So if you try to pull your arm off, you're probably not going to be very happy about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's not, it's, it's just, like, silly, okay? It's crazy. Um, you can be content and happy in all things. Um, if you're only content or happy when things are going good, there's no virtue in that. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no, if things are going good and you're not happy, then you have a lot more issues than (laughs) maybe we need to talk about tonight. But if things are going well and you're happy, then it's like, yeah, for sure, okay. So we're going to look at this verse, uh, it's Romans 8, chapter 8, verse 28 and 29. Um says this it says and we know that all things work together for good to those who love God to those who are the called according to his purpose for whom he foreknew he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son that he might be the firstborn among many brethren okay God God is is really good okay um if you experience him if you read about him in the bible if you know him at all he's he's good okay really first and foremost and and he wants two things for us he wants us first to be holy he wants us to be like him he made us that way okay um and then second he and he knows this he wants us to be happy and when we're holy happiness will follow okay does that make sense and he wants those two things for us and so when it says um, he wants us to be conformed to the image of his son. Jesus was joyful, okay? Jesus was joyful. He wanted his, his followers to be joyful. Sean talked about this the other day. Jesus was faced with the cross, and he said, I want my joy to be complete in these, in these guys. You know what I'm saying? He says, you will grieve. This is in John chapter 16 and 17. He says, you will grieve, but your grief will turn to joy. So he's not, he's not living like in la-la land. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, things are bad, so just put on a happy face. Like, no, he's not doing that. He's just saying, hey, joy's going to come. Joy's going to come. Joy's going to come. So with you, and he says this, so with you, now is your time of grief. But I will see you again, and you will rejoice, and no one will take away your joy. That's awesome. No one, nothing. Some of us, joy's been robbed from us, okay, from things. Out, a lot of us, joy's been robbed from us because of our own decisions. Um, but some of us, maybe a lot of us, joy's been robbed from us from outward circumstances, Right? And that's okay. Um, but, but Jesus was happy even when he was faced with the cross. So what do we really have to be that sad about? Like he's, he's like set his face to take on, to atone for all of my sin, your sin, your sin, your sin, your sin, your sin, your sin. And, and he's still happy in it. He's happy to do it. Um, so maybe we need to think about, hey, man, why am I so sad all the time? So when are you most happy? Uh, my wife is is most happy at Christmas time. Anybody else? Okay, that's okay. It's a good thing. Um, it's like Christmas comes around, and it's, like, on her face. Like, she looks like, like, I don't even know. Like, she looks like all 101 Dalmatians. The mom, when she's pregnant, that's what she looks like when it's Christmas time. Okay? Um... So so Christmas time, that's our obscure reference. That's okay. Uh I could quote it if you want. Um I won't. So when so am I am I happy sometimes? Am I happy always? Am I happy never? Right? Like these are good questions to ask. When am I happy? Sometimes, always, never. It should be when you're following God's law and spending time with Him, which should be every single day. Right? I should be happy every single day because I'm following his law and i'm and I'm spending time with him does that make sense like like that's pretty cool and these are these are like promises that the lord gives us he he yeah it's awesome so in that in verse twenty eight it says uh, we know all things work together for the, for the good of those who love God and who are called according to his purpose so it makes me think it makes me think about Jesus like I just talked about like Jesus didn't deserve the cross that was like and he, and he wasn't like Dude, the cross tomorrow is going to be sick. Like, I can't wait. And he wasn't, like, on the cross, like, pumped. You know what I'm saying? Like, for real. I know it's a little crazy, but, like, he. but he's happy to do it. He's happy to do it for you, okay? Uh, another guy, um, Joseph, at the end of Genesis, Um, man, his story is awesome. And, and he had a lot of things happen to him, too. And he actually says it like this. He says, what the enemy meant for evil, God turned out for my good. Right? What the, what, what you and he, and he actually says what you meant for evil to his brothers. He's kind of calling them out. God turned out for my good. That's pretty awesome. And that says something about God. Like we can talk about, oh, man, you're just talking about happiness. Great. Like let's feel nice tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? This is really all about God's character. Does that make sense? Like God, what he wants for us who he is, what he's like. What what you meant for evil God has made happen for good. So, what what can y'all think of anything um that that happens only to people who don't follow Jesus that doesn't happen bad things that don't happen to Christians. Can y'all think of anything? There's nothing. Okay? Like I put a list together. It's like the most depressing list I've ever written. Like like your parents can split up. Your parents can abuse you. Um, your parents can, like, just be there but be terrible parents. You know what I'm saying? Uh, rape, murder, stolen. You can get robbed. Uh, you can be hurt. If you're married, your spouse can leave. Your spouse can cheat on you. You know what I'm saying? Like, all this stuff can happen to a Christian. And they're not just supposed to be like, oh, yes. Like, that is all. Like, yes, dude. Like, that is awesome. I put all my, you know, hope and dreams in these things, and I failed? This is so good. Okay? But we have to remember this. God is always about our best interest, okay? He's always about your best interest. He's always looking out for your highest good. The truth is you're not the main character, okay? God God is the main character. But you have to remember that God is kind and good and generous and loving, and he always has your best interest in mind. He can take these bad things that happen to you and make them good in the end, okay? Okay? Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. So um, back in Psalm chapter 1, I'm just going to read this one more time. Um, Verse 2 and 3, he says, But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree. Listen to this part. Planted by the rivers of water that brings forth fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. And then he says, but the ungodly are not so, but they are like the chaff which the wind drives away. Chaff's like uh, particles of wheat. The fruit falls on the ground and the chaff blows away. It's trash, okay? It's not good for anything. That sounds too good to be true. You know, it says that it brings forth fruit in its season. His leaf will not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper, right? Like, that kind of sounds too good to be true. But that's what God wants for us. And that's pretty awesome. And and so I just want to look at these, these last things, and, and we'll, we'll be done pretty soon. Um, but looking at, like, what kills our happiness most, okay? And we talked about the first two already. Um, if you don't obey God, there's no happiness to be found, for real, like that is lasting, if you don't love God, it's not gonna last long but if you do those things and you still kind of feel sad, that's real, okay, um, and I think that's worth talking about, and so the first thing is what I was just talking about in in romans eight twenty eight all those bad things that happen to me um it's about having the wrong expectations, okay, if I have the wrong expectations, I think, man, I gave my life to Jesus, I'm doing what he says. I'm loving him, so everything should just be, you know, smooth sailing. Well, I'm going to have the wrong expectations. I'm not going to be happy. Does that make sense? Like, if I get saved, then, like, this person in my life who just, you know, grinds my gears, should they should also get saved. You know what I'm saying? Like, it shouldn't bother me anymore or something like that. And that's just not real. And so having the wrong expectations, man, things should be better. Things should look different. Things to this. Who says so? It wasn't God. It's just coming from inside of me. I wish things would be di- different. I wish things would be better. And you can finally be happy when you let go of these expectations and say, hey, I'm going to do um, exactly what it says in that verse. It says, um, God predestined us to be conformed to the image of his son. That means his highest good for me is to become like Jesus. Okay? that's That's pretty great. Like, if you're not looking for that, then you're just going to be unhappy in anything, in any endeavor, anything you're going after. But if you want to look like Jesus, it says, I use that word, it's, pre, it's kind of, uh, some people wish it wasn't there. But it says it's predestined to be conformed to the image of his son. That means if you obey God and if you love him, it will be inevitable that you will look like Jesus. That is so, I mean, dude, that is so sick. That's like the greatest promise you could ever have. If you're looking to have uh Oh, an amazing job. If you're looking to have all oh, the best car, oh, if you're looking to have, you know, the greatest marriage or all these different types of things, it's it's it might happen and that's cool, but that's not going to make you happy. Does that make sense? It's not going to make you happy for a long time cuz something's going to happen, something's going to come up, something, you know what I'm saying, like like it's not that's not the thing. God's out for our best interest and our best interest is to look like Jesus. Does that make sense? Like that's that's so sick um man i just yeah it's awesome i'm pumped up about that so you will be disappointed by anything else that you're looking for okay it will just be disappointing um he promises to make us look like jesus it it is a great thing to want a good marriage to have a good job to live a good life but what will actually make you happy is desiring to look like jesus okay does that make sense like like that has to be the thing and if i look for that and that's kind of my end goal then i can be happy even if i wreck my car even if you know what i'm saying like my cat gets hurt whatever i don't know i'm so unrelatable <laughs> um Then the last thing is uh, on that list is happiness killers is unrealized doubts. Man, I did not think of that. I heard this. That is put so well. Unrealized doubts. Winky said it, okay? Like, unrealized. I didn't even know that I had this, oh, man. Man, I'm never going to be as close to God as my small group leader. I'm never going to be as good at prayer <laughs> what that means as my my band leader or the or the guy in my band you know what i'm saying like unreal i oh man i could never live up to what this person did so why even try you got this in your heart if even if you obey and even if you love god these two things these two things um will 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 make you sad okay does that make sense and and like and this is a big deal because this is what God wants. He wants us to, to let go of those things. He wants us to be like, Jesus, when we, when we walk with him, it's going to be okay, right? Okay. The bank can come up. Um, we're fixing to be done. Um, the saddest story, one of the only people who are uh, actually called sad in the Bible uh, is, a, is an interesting story. Because if you look at it, most of it seems pretty good. Okay? Y'all know it? This guy he comes. He's rich. Pretty good, right? He's young. Hey, that's not bad. And he's a ruler. Hey, all those things, I'd be happy. You know what I'm saying? And he walks up to Jesus and he says, Jesus, all these things I've I've followed, right? All these things I've done. What do I have to do to get eternal life? And Jesus doesn't like if you're walking up to Jesus, you'd be like, I hey, I know. I know what I did. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to say it. But like this guy's got like some bravery and he says hey jesus i did all these things and jesus actually doesn't say no you did not he's actually like oh that's awesome and so this guy's also obeying and delighting in god's laws does that make sense that's not a stretch like that's actually what's going on here and and so jesus says hey that's amazing great job like you you're you're really close but one thing you lack there's one thing you're lacking um And he says, if you go and sell all that you have and give it to the poor, right? That's actually not a command in the Bible. That's actually not, like, one of the Ten Commandments. And so this is for this guy. Like, this is for his heart. Jesus knew him individually, and this is what he said. Hey, you're lacking this one thing. Because what the rich young ruler was saying was, hey, happiness, I can follow God, and I can have all my expectations met. Does that make sense? Like, I I can do all of it. And Jesus said, Hey man, actually you can't. In order for you for you to look like me, you have to sell all that you have. And so that's the question. That's the question for tonight. If you if you're if you're feeling happy, praise God. We're gonna worship and it's gonna be a party. If you're not feeling happy, and this seems um uh oh man, I thought I had an excuse, but now I don't. Um, what are you lacking? Ask Jesus to tell you, what am I lacking? Um, if you have, if you love anything more than you love Jesus, you will be unhappy. If you say you love Jesus more than anything in the world and you still aren't happy, then, then something's off. There may be that unmet expectation or that unrealized doubt. So tonight while we're worshiping, um, ask him what it is. Is it something that you're wanting, lusting after more than to be like him? Okay. Um, and then this is like the, it's like the challenge. Okay. Are you ready for this? Okay. This is not going to be easy, and you don't have to do it tonight, okay, because maybe time won't allow, or maybe circumstances, but I want you to do it before this weekend, okay? I want you to ask the people who you see most often, not the people you're closest to, so may, uh, maybe it's both, but if you're like, man, my mama is my best friend, like, okay, that's great, and that's beautiful, but like, not talking about her, okay? Okay? Or like, dude, my uncle, man, he is, I'm closest to him, but he lives, he actually lives like in California, okay? Like, like that's not who I'm talking about. I'm talking about your roommates, the people you live with, the people you see every single day, and I want you to have the humility to do this, and basically say, hey, do you think I'm a happy person? And let them answer, okay? You're doing it to yourself, and if you get asked, it should be an honor because that means that you're really close to someone and they love you and they know that you love them, but don't sugarcoat it, okay? Don't um, oh man, oh yeah, I think you're you're doing good. I think you're trying hard, and man, you never smiled before. But man, I just, I think you could, I think people know deep down that there's good. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like like don't don't do that. Don't give them excuses. Hey, if you care, if they if they have the humility to ask you. Have the care and love to to be honest with them, you know what I'm saying like 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 let's do this for real, um but give them if you're if you're asked to give them real hey, actually, I see you do this, you're a great host, you do this blah 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 blah, you know what i'm saying when you're when you're just I walked in the other day and you were just happy, you know what I'm saying, or hey dude, i don't think anyone talks to you because they're scared of you you know what I'm saying like like actually. We all have you in our phone as like grump, grump guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, let's just be honest, okay? Does that make sense? Is that okay? Okay. The very last thing, Um, just last thought. But like, hey, this isn't like a hey. You could be happy. I hope. I hope. I don't think anybody thinks that. But I hope no one goes away with okay. Well, I guess I got to be happy. Okay. This is what it could do. If this if this happiness um, kind of catches on, then when people come into your house, um, all their senses could be met by the presence of God, okay? Like like what they smell. Like for real, Do y'all think that's like, that might be kind of funny, but for real, like what they smell, you could give them a drink, you know what I'm saying? The, what you're listening to, oh man, this is like beautiful, like like they really could. People could get saved. I was thinking about this. Like y'all live in people live in apartments that has a janitor they come and change your air, like air filter. I know some of y'all do, right? Okay. What if your janitor just like change your air filter like get saved because of the presence of God in your apartment? Like that that could be that's real. Like that could actually happen. And and that's why this matters. It's not so. Oh, I feel so nice now, and I used to feel so not nice. Like. Like, this could change, this could really change our town, this could change our school, this could change our, this could change the world. And and one thing that I want, you know, our Chi Alpha to be marked by, one of them, several, is, is happy. Um, I want people to come here for the first time and see that there's people in, that are my age, that are listen that aren't listening to the sad songs. They're listening, and they're acting happy because they're holy, because they're, obedient and they're and they're righteous in Jesus. You know what I'm saying? So so this can really happen. So we're gonna worship. It's gonna be awesome. Um I'll pray real quick and then uh and then we'll worship. So yeah, Jesus, we love you. Thank you that you um yeah, that you want what's best for us and, and thank you that what's best for us is actually better than what's not best for us. Um that you want us to be happy, that you want us to have joy, that you don't want us to just be mopey and um, grumpy or anything like that. God, you're, you're, you're so good. You're so generous, God. Thank you that you're a, yeah, your character is so beautiful, Lord. We want to lift you up tonight, um, and we want to worship you, God. In your name I pray. Amen.